It's Friday. Work is done. Don't get ahead of yourself. Why not? Why not? Why not? It is Friday, right? We're just started. I just started working. Thank God it's Friday. Wow. How original. I've never heard that one before. What a fine day. It's almost the weekend. Let's get it started in here. It's showtime, baby. <laughs> He's a picky little cat. He is. He's a character. Uh... He's like the third kid. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Joe, do you want to uh, you want to plug the big event you got going on tomorrow? Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're going out to the uh, hunt, the race at Far Hills, which is uh, the 101st running of it. Yep. They had one year off during COVID, but other than that, they've run it uh, consecutively every year for 101 years. Whoa! And it will uh, it, it benefits the Steeplechase Cancer Center mm. at Robert Wood Johnson Somerset. Okay, and uh, which is in Somerville, it used to be called uh, Somerset Hospital. But again, that is uh, what we'll be doing on the weekend. There are plenty of tickets available still. Yeah, I mean they're 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 not cheap, but still, uh, if cause, you want to go, oh, it's a great cause, and it's a great day. It's a steeplechase. Yep. Um, but you know, no one. I mean, I was going there for years. I didn't even know there were horses. You know, so <laughs> Joe doesn't make it past the bars. My guess. You know exactly. I mean, it's one of those kind of things where. Uh, I mean, I remember an article that was a few years ago, and again, these aren't for anything bad, right? It's all drunken disorderlies and, you know, <laughs> urinating in public. And <laughs> nothing like bad. But no, nothing bad. Yeah. But, uh, but it was, uh, you know, the, the article was there were only 57 arrests. <laughs> wow, this is a fun event. You're not messing <laughs> but, uh, around. But the funny thing was, only 57 of them. Only 57. Listen, they didn't do anything bad. They're just urinating in public. No big deal. Fine. Yeah, no. I mean, a lot of young people go to yep. it, um, you know, 20-ishes, and they'll be walking around, and they get they get pretty inebriated, some of them. But, you know, I mean, it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun, though. I mean, we, we have a bunch of people. You guys couldn't come this year, but we have a bunch of people in our little area that we have for uh, tailgating, and we're up on the hill, and you can bet on the races and everything. It's a lot of fun. It really is a fun, fun day. The people were kind of like... I was going to say, huh? people wear bow ties and suits, you know, like they're the 19th. Some do. Yeah. Some oh, that's do. Fun. And one And one one old lady in front of us, uh, I don't know, she might have passed by now. I mean, that's <laughs> old. I mean, but she was, she had a, uh, she had a porcelain stove that she brought and they had converted it to propane. So she had had, over the years, accumulated like five or six spaces next to one another. Huh. And what she did was she had guys in, in tuxedos. Um, serving the stuff they took out of the oven. And, I, I mean, wow. it was, oh, yeah. I mean, this is a big deal. And the thing about it is, is you walk around, there'll be 30,000, 40,000 people there tomorrow. Wow. Uh, in uh, At a place called Moreland Farms, which is in Far Hills, which is right off of uh, uh, 202, 206 up there in Far Hills. So if you're headed that way tomorrow at any time during the day, look for massive traffic. I mean, it really is a disaster. We yeah. can uh, Google that if anyone's still interested in those last chance tickets. Yeah. And I can it's tell you. Far Hill, farhillsrace.org. Okay. And I can tell you that our cat would like the porcelain stove. Yeah. Well, so I was just going to say, and a cat the, could eat right off of the stove. He'd love it. Let me tell he'd you. Lo he loves some guy in a in a suit serving him yeah. as well. As long oh, as long thank you. Very, right. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Meow. Oh, the, they used to have, I mean, glass champagne glasses and all that. And I say glass because, you know, you're outside at a tailgate party. And they had tables, chairs. I mean, this was like a cocktail lounge wow. that they brought with them. And, I mean, there are ice sculptures and uh, candelabras and, <laughs> you know, all kinds of stuff. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It really is an all awful right. lot of fun. All right. Liberace. We'll have a great time tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a picky little cat. He is. He's a character. Uh, 
He's like the third kid. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Joe, do you want to uh, you want to plug the big event you get going on tomorrow? Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're going out to the uh, hunt, the race at Far Hills, which is uh, the 101st running of it. Yep. They had one year off during COVID, but other than that, they've run it uh, consecutively every year for 101 years. Whoa. And it will uh, it, it benefits the Steeplechase Cancer Center at mm. Robert Wood Johnson Somerset. Okay, and uh, which is in Somerville, it used to be called uh, Somerset Hospital. But again, that is uh, what we'll be doing on the weekend. There are plenty of tickets available still. Yeah, I mean they're 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 not cheap, but still, uh, Good if cause, you want to go, oh, it's a great cause, and it's a great day. It's a steeplechase. Yep. Um, but you know, no one. I mean, I was going there for years. I didn't even know there were horses. You know, so <laughs> Joe doesn't make it past the bars, my guess. You know, exactly. I mean, it's one of those kind of things where. Uh, I mean, I remember an article that was a few years ago, and again, these aren't for anything bad, right? It's all drunken disorderlies and you know, <laughs> urinating in public and <laughs> nothing like bad, that, but no, nothing bad. Right. But uh, but it was uh, you know the the article was there were only fifty seven arrests. <laughs> wow, this is a fun event. You're not messing <laughs> but, uh, around. But the funny thing was. Only 57 of them. Only 57. Listen, they didn't do anything bad. They're just urinating in public. No big deal. Yeah, no. I mean, a lot of young people go to it, um, you know, 20-ishes, and they'll be walking around, and they get they get pretty inebriated, some of them. But, you know, I mean, it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun, though. I mean, we, we have a bunch of people. You guys couldn't come this year, but we have a bunch of people in our little area that we have for uh, tailgating, and we're up on the hill, and you can bet on the races and everything. It's a lot of fun. It really is a fun, fun day. And the people were kind of like... I was gonna say huh? people wear bow ties and suits, you know, like they're the nineteen. 19- some do, yeah, some well, that's do. Fun. And one and one one old lady in front of us, uh, I don't. She might have passed by now. I mean, that's all. I mean, but she was. She had a. Uh, she had a porcelain stove that she brought, and they had converted it to propane. So she had had over the years accumulated like five or six spaces next to one another. Huh. And what she did was she had guys in in tuxedos. Um, serving the stuff they took out of the oven. And, I I mean, it was, oh, yeah. I mean, this is a big deal. And the thing about it is, is you walk around, there'll be 30,000, 40,000 people there tomorrow. Wow. Uh, in uh, At a place called Moreland Farms, which is in Far Hills, which is right off of... uh, uh, 202-206 up there in Far Hills. So if you're headed that way tomorrow at any time during the day, look for massive traffic. I mean, it really is a disaster. Yeah. We can uh, Google that if anyone's still interested in those last chance tickets. Yeah, and I can it's tell you... Far Hill, farhillsrace.org. Okay. And I can tell you that our cat would like the porcelain stove. Yes. Well, so I was just going to say, and the cat could eat right off of the stove. He'd love it. Let me tell he'd you. Lo- he'd love some guy in a in a suit serving him yeah. as well. As long oh, as long Thank you. I appreciate it. Meow. They used to have, I mean, glass, champagne glasses and all that. And I say glass because, you know, you're outside at a tailgate party. And they had tables, chairs. I mean, this was like a cocktail lounge wow. that they brought with them. And, I mean, there are ice sculptures and uh, candelabras and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And it's it's a lot of fun. It really is an awful right. lot of fun. All right, Liberace. We'll have a great time tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Yeah. 1071 The Boss. 99.7 FM. Anywhere on the Boss app. You know the drill. Good morning, America. Hello. Welcome to Finally Friday. It is Finally Friday. Yes. October the 14th, 2022. It was a short work week for some of us with the holiday Monday. Mm-hmm. And it's still a Finally Friday kind of feeling, you know? I also can't believe we're almost in the middle of October. I just Everything is just flying by so quick. Well, we'll get to that in just a second. It's funny you bring all of that up. But let okay. me tell you about the lineup we got today. We're going to speak to uh, Tony Harris. 
He's from the History Channel show. The proof is out there. <laughs> they got a new season. He talks about uh, aliens and other conspiracy theories, this sort of stuff. Very interesting. Not it's, politics. Not yeah, those kind no, of conspiracy no, no, no. theories. But you know the uh, you know do we secretly have you know Area Fifty One? All those kind of yes. Things. <laughs> so we'll. T- <laughs> That has come up a, an alarming amount lately. Yeah. So we'll get to Tony Harris on here to address all of that. Got another chance at the big cash jackpot this morning. Classic rock keywords, if you got them from yesterday, we'll give, them, uh, give you a chance to win the big cash jackpot. 250 bucks right after 7 o'clock this morning. We'll do he said. She said. At 7.50. Hashtag mom. God, 720 and 920. Fun facts, dumb crook news, and yes, the freak out to officially kick off the weekend here all across the great Garden State and beyond right about 8 a.m. Bulletin. How'd you feel about a little look back at this day of history? Okay. It's always kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And this this date has significance in the history of our world. It does. Let's say today is uh, Mario Puzo's birthday. He is the guy that wrote the novel and then the screenplay for The Godfather. Mm. How about the mafia? <laughs> <laughs> but don't, it doesn't exist. I never talk about my business. That's right. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> This sounds like I have a cold. <laughs> a little laryngitis. Yeah. I really need a booster shot. Yeah. Of <laughs> or, or a shot of scotch a or shot, something. A shot of something. <laughs> Santino, put me an appointment. <laughs> I don't know why I'm making myself laugh. I don't know it's just why fun either. to say things that have nothing to do with the Godfather yeah. as the Godfather. That's you fair. know what I mean? That's you fair. I, I got to tell you, I also want an Apple Watch. <laughs> Track my steps. I move go. slow. <laughs> All right. That's enough of that. Today in 1860, Abraham Lincoln received a letter from a 11-year-old girl in New York suggesting that he was ugly but would look better with a beard. You're kidding. He did, was not offended at all. He agreed. He decided to grow a beard. That's why old Honest Abe had a beard. Wow. Now we assume that's true, you know, because he's Honest Abe. How bold for an 11-year-old to write to him and say, you're ugly. I don't, she didn't necessarily say that. I'm paraphrasing oh, here just a little okay. bit for She just for said you would sake. look better with a beard? She said that, you know, you 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 have a strong face, so perhaps you should grow a beard. Perhaps you should cover it up a bit with some hair. I tell you what happens if I get a letter like that. <laughs> I throw it away and I say I hate kids. Oh, he would look so weird with a beard. They're little people who talk too much and I have enough of that. I have enough. They're called CNN. Would, little people with opinions. Would he have a red beard? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't let it be silver. That'd be weird. He must color his hair, don't you think? I mean, I don't know. He must. Who knows? I mean, he's 76. He must. Well, who's... I mean, not everyone's hair turns colors. How I mean. dare you? Suing <laughs> you. Hate you. I can take care of him. <laughs> plotting my own demise with the voices yes, in my head. Yes, you are. What is wrong with you? Happy anniversary. 71 years ago, I Love Lucy premiered on CBS. Remember they were celebrating oh. that movie with Nicole Kidman last yes. year for the 70th anniversary? Mm-hmm. I, I, that show always makes me nervous. A lot of people say it's like their comfort food. I get nervous because Lucy just does ridiculous things on that show. and just I understand the comedy still holds up. I do agree with that. It's very funny. I think it holds up better than even Seinfeld. Sure. Or Cheers yeah. or some of the more modern yeah. shows that are very much of their time. But she just makes me... Oh no! Well, you, now it's not funny. You set the apartment on fire, Lucy. Why right. did you? He told you not to do that. Why did you do that, Lucy? Why did you do that? <laughs> okay, send your letters to Rochelle. What? Care of one and seven one, the boss. I'm doing, doing your Ricky Ricardo impression. It's culturally insensitive. You just did Trump and what's his face? And I loved it. Thank yeah. you very much. Why is that racially insensitive? I don't That's know. what he sounded like. he's Cuban and you're not. So what? You're not supposed to do different uh, nationalities, are you? I don't 
don't know. That's what he sounded like. I just like putting you on the hot seat. You're a jerk. She speaks when she should listen. Uh-huh. Ooh. <laughs> Don Corleone says you were disrespectful. You're about that? ridiculous. <laughs> I totally missed this. This day of 2009, the Balloon Boy hoax was first oh. reported in the news. I don't remember this news story happening at all. You don't? No. Oh, my gosh. This was a crazy story where they said that their kid got sent up in a balloon and they couldn't find him. Yeah, the Heen family, Richard yeah. and Mayumi, claimed their six-year-old son, Falcon, mm-hmm. was trapped in a hot air balloon about yeah. 7,000 feet above the ground, and they were about to lose contact with him, and they yeah. asked for it. It turned out the whole thing was a hoax. It was a hoax. I don't remember that story happening. What was their motive there? I, I think they were just trying to gain a, a media attention before there was TikTok and all of that. Okay. But I do remember the story happening and then them coming out like three days later saying it, it, their son was at home and it was he was totally safe. And I believe they got they had charges pressed against them because obviously they lied. Like, who was that guy? Uh, they just did a documentary where he, uh, he said he had a girlfriend and he was catfished. You know, the- oh, the football player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make her disappear. <laughs> Yeah. I forget his name, but anyway, it was a show. Yeah, I don't remember the whole Balloon Boy. I missed the whole Balloon Boy episode. We'll do a little Google search because it was very So sorry crazy. I missed that little chapter of world history. It was crazy. All right, time for Hashtag Mom. Confessions. Every morning, 720 and 920, you send them in. We share them right here from Moms Just Like You. Riley Weber said, my four-year-old went to his school library and borrowed two books. We already own both those books. Ah. Well, he really likes those books. I guess so. That's all he can say, Mom. (laughs) Chicken Cooper 102 said, Unlock the next level of being a dad by removing and putting back the same batteries to make the dead remote work. It's funny how that does seem to work, it isn't does. it? Or if you spin them a little bit, it seems to work. Take the little back of the remote control and put it back, and it works again. Sometimes, if you swap the sides, if you so if you put them on the opposite side, it tends to work for a little while too. I don't know what that's about. I'll but. tell you what: there are a lot of people at the radio station or any radio station I've worked at over the years, and I worked at a lot of them. Right? Mm-hmm. There are certain people that get very jumpy when there's some sort of technical error. Oh yeah, just pull the plug. See, I'm the same way. I this you is get what, very nervous. This is why I don't touch this board. I let you do it, even when we're in the studios that are not necessarily live on air. I get nervous to touch the buttons because if I press something that's wrong and I accidentally go on air nah. or not. So you say that, but it absolutely happens. So no, I don't want to be a part of that. You're fine. I don't I can't. I could never be a pilot. I could never do anything with a bunch of knobs and buttons and stuff. That is not This my is why I'd either be a great airline pilot. I know mm-hmm. I mentioned how I want to be a pilot many times or a terrible one because <laughs> you get the autopilot button. What really do you have to do? You would never want to go on. You could do auto on our boards, and you don't do that. You you press everything, so I don't think you would ever use autopilot. It'd be kind of nice just to sit up there and you, put your feet up. Look you at don't this. do that here, and you could. You could put the computer and just let it. Listen, run I'm sitting in a room don't. without a window. What am I? What am I going to look at here? But if I'm thirty thousand feet, this, you're going to look at the sky. You're going to look. There's nothing up there. It's all. It's either all blue or all clouds. It's not. Can we just keep going, please? Okay, sorry. Samantha Durham said, my five-year-old told me I hurt his feelings because I wouldn't let him have a popsicle for dinner (laughs) and then said she'll never be happy again and then her tears will never be gone and I deserve an Academy Award for not laughing at this level of drama. You know what uh, what hurts my feelings? Mm. Is how Lola goes out of her way to always eat the green popsicles because she knows those are the only ones I like. She does. There's like six purple, six orange. She goes right for the green ones, and she knows it. Every time. Hashtag mom. It's every morning, 720, right here. Get one in. We might share yours. Every once in a while, we uh, we have a new feature. Now, we have some regular features, like the he said, she said, that we yeah. do every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we have some that only happen once in a while, like animal stories. Sure. doesn't pop up all the time. Uh, is this celebrity older than Joe Biden? Yes. doesn't happen all the time, <laughs> but it is an official Robbie and Rochelle feature. That's true. I'm thinking we need a new one. 
And it is uh, the CEO of our company has a joke. Because from time to time, we will get a uh, an email, and he will see something in the news or reading the paper, and yeah. he says, this is for you. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not telling you what to do, mm-hmm. and he doesn't. He's a wonderful boss. He's not the kind of boss comes in and goes, I'm going to tell you what how to do your job. Right. He's not like that at all. No. But he sends this in, and I think he gets so excited that we choose to do the material that he sends, which is usually pretty funny. It is good stuff. I yeah. feel like this might need its own uh, recurring feature. Okay. The CEO has a joke for us. I'm sure sales will find a sponsor for it. <laughs> and I feel like he'll love it. <laughs> he'll and wh- love it. And listen, I'm lazy, so it's one less thing i got to go find. <laughs> so I figure, why not? This is a win-win for everybody. It's a, it is a good idea, and he does send us some good stuff sometimes. He is uh, a subscriber to the New York Post every day. Okay. And he sent me an article from a few days ago, from back on October 6th today. It's uh, by journalist Emily LaFroy, and she has put together the uh, surprising U.S. cities that curse, that swear the most. <laughs> okay. She cites a uh, recent research study by a platform called Preply that surveyed over 1,500 Americans living in 30 major cities across the country from east to west, north to south, sea to shining sea, wow. where profanity prevails the most. She went to pinpoint where profanity prevails the most. There you go. There you go. Sometimes these things in print are not quite the same when I try and get them off my mouth. (laughs) But Columbus, Ohio, that's right. Sometimes it's Ohio. Ohio. Number one, residents there swear an average of 36 times a day, making them the most vulgar city as far as linguistics go in America. That's because they live in Ohio. (laughs) And you just got to curse the fact that you live in Ohio. Wake up in the morning, sun has come up, looks like a beautiful day, but you open the window, do a little sniff to go, ah, son of a bitch, I live in Ohio. <laughs> Number two, Las Vegas. They okay. swear an average of 31 times a day. That's fair. Jacksonville, Florida. 28 times a day. Believe it or not, New York City, hmm. all the way down to number 11. Wow. In almost a statistical dead heat with El Paso, Texas, <laughs> and Chicago. Wow. Okay. People in New York uh, and those two others uh, curse an average of 17 times a day. Is Jersey not on the list, or is it just bunched in with the New York? I'm looking uh, through I, the whole I, list. I know when I drive down the street, I hear a lot of profanity. I, it's not even just all of Jersey, just in this little vicinity. Yeah, I don't see anything. Uh, Newark, uh, Camden, nothing. Atlantic City, nothing. Interesting. So none of the major population centers in Jersey. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia came in uh, number 25. Okay. So they're close by. Interesting. Uh, at number 18 is your hometown of Detroit, Michigan. Okay. And dead last, the uh, city that's the major city that swears the least is Denver, Colorado. Hmm. They're so busy gasping for air up there in the mountains. <laughs> Sociologist Matt Zajkowski. I'm gonna. I hope I'm not butchering his name too bad. I, I think you probably are. He gave a okay. quote after reviewing this data, saying Americans swear and they swear a lot. Americans swear at both good news and bad news. Younger generations the most likely to swear at 24 times a day. That is more than twice than baby boomers. Americans mm. over the age of 55. Interesting. That's interesting. I would have thought it'd be about even. I. Me too. I don't know. I grew up in my my family always swore, so I, I grew up around it. I don't know. This is kind of funny. The most um, the most used substitutions for swear words by Americans uh-huh. were also pulled in this study. Number one, fudge instead of the F okay. word. Uh-huh. What the heck? What the heck? And holy cow! I like that. Those are fun. I can okay. That's fun. Holy cow! Holy cow! We need to adapt some of these into our language because we just use our bleep button way too much. Also, men. 
are more likely to be profane than women. Mm. Probably no surprise there. Men use an average of 14 curse words a day, which is slightly more than women at 12. Okay. Man, you and I would have just thrown the curve way off on this thing if we yeah. were part of this research study, don't you think? Yeah, no. Screwed the, the whole thing up. It, absolutely. All they need to do is just listen to a tape of the show, and I'm like, oh my God. Right. I can't believe they use the bleep button so much. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right. Things our CEO saw in the paper <laughs> and thought was funny enough to make the air. There you are. How about this? Time for dumb quirk news. This is a uh, long-standing Friday tradition, a little weekend tradition, because no matter what kind of a week you've had, no matter what is going on in your world, no matter what headspace you're in, mm-hmm. at least you're not in the same predicament as these people. Maybe. Behind bars taken into custody by the law. Their rights stripped away yeah. because of their criminal activity and behavior. Mm-hmm. So we scare the police blotters <laughs> from sea to shining sea. Didn't I say this earlier in the week where sometimes I say something and like even I don't buy it? Yeah. So it's just such I like crap. it, though. It's good. It's good. We scour <laughs> the police blotters from sea to shining sea, also known as the internet, mm-hmm. <laughs> in search of these stories of your award-winning fellow citizens. Dumb crook news. Dateline to your hometown of Detroit, Michigan. Man goes to get gas earlier this week. And while he's in a gas station, decides to pick up some cigars. Well, he lit one up, said he didn't like the smell, said it reminded him of bad cologne. So Uh-oh. he goes back in and tells the clerk, I want my money back. Uh-huh. Well, the guy said, well, you already opened it up and started smoking it. I can't give you your money back <laughs> right, right now. Right, So the guy went outside and uh, filled a bucket with gas, you know, pull the, uh, pull the lever out there of his car and starts filling up a bucket. And then uh, dumps the gas in the floor and throws a match. Oh, my gosh. So a fire begins. Now, luckily, the clerk was able to uh, put it out and then uh, escape out the back and call the police. No one injured. He came talking to me about how he bought a uh, Swisher leaf before. He's like, to me, it's not good and everything, and it has cologne on it. There's cologne on it. <laughs> fire, 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 fire. What? I feel like he needs to meet up with Smokey the Bear. Only you can prevent setting the gas station on fire. This is why in Jersey you're not allowed to pump your own gas. Yeah. Because I bet there were things like this that happened. Excuse me. <laughs> Cigar smells like cologne a little bit. A little bit it does. <laughs> Dateline, Boise, Idaho, 33-year-old man Christopher Van Stratton decides he's going to try and crawl through a Taco Bell drive through window. <laughs> this happened uh, in the middle of the night. I guess they're open 24 hours. There's only one guy working there. Yeah. Now, what's especially shocking about all of this? He's butt naked while he's doing it. <laughs> As you do when you crawl through the window of Taco Bell. They naked. said he didn't uh, place an order, didn't appear to be driving a car. He just came up to the Taco Bell and crawled right through the drive through window. Can you imagine you're sitting there taking the order at the cash register and all all of a sudden, there's a naked guy coming mm-hmm. through, trying to crawl through the window. I think there should probably be a book that's written by the people who work at Taco Bell at that 2 a.m., 3 a.m. shift. Because sure. every person that goes through there, <laughs> like, I have ketchup, spim, and no tomatoes. Like, that's, it's probably epic stories. Listen, that food can clean you out. So once it comes out the other, <laughs> at least you're ready to go, you know? By the way, this is my favorite thing because it's Idaho and they're coy like this. He uh-huh. is facing char- the charge of exposure of sexual organs in public. That's what it says. Yeah. That's awesome. How do you know that's for sexual purposes? You yeah. don't know that state of Ohio. <laughs> I know. You don't How know. How dare you? Yo taco, well, this is wild. Dateline Evansville, Indiana. Police get called to a fight happening in a public space. Apparently, two men were fighting over uh, who owned the truck. Oh, okay. That was uh, before them. Well, the police got there and tried to uh, calm them down. One of the men uh, became so upset that he tried to run from the police into the road, was hit by another vehicle. Oh, no. Now, luckily, he was not hurt by this. So the police are dealing with this situation, and they again accused a man of raising his voice, trying to run away. Ran away again. (laughs) After being hit? And was hit a second time, this time by a semi-truck. Oh, my God. Amazingly, he has not been seriously injured. 
Well, this guy needs to play the lotto. I think the truck has to be his. The original truck's got to be his. He's you know that old lucky. phrase that uh, God must have a plan? Uh-huh. Sometimes I wonder if that's the case. <laughs> now, I understand that's what faith is all about, is just uh, believing in what you don't understand. But it really makes you wonder, does God have a plan? Wait, how do you get because why is this my truck like, Why is this guy... <laughs> Comes away without a scratch. You know what I'm saying? That's amazing. And the worst part is we still don't know whose truck it was for sure. (laughs) I think at this point you just have to give it to the guy who's been hit twice. (laughs) You got hit by a semi, you don't want it. your truck. But I got the paperwork right here. No, no, sir. (laughs) Stand back. Guy was run over twice. We're giving him the truck. Seriously. Your loss. Well, here's an example of there's probably more to this story than meets the eye. Dateline, Nashville, Tennessee. 19-year-old Danielle Slovato, 20-year-old Sebastian Spencer, decide they're going to break into a church and start to play piano in the middle of the night. How sad <laughs> is your attempted country music career? Yeah. You move to Nashville. It's like actors move to Hollywood. Right. It ain't working out so well. Mm-hmm. So just to play for somebody, mm-hmm. you break into church and start playing the organ. It's pretty sad. Now, here's the crazy thing here. They got away with it. They were in the church for about 30 minutes. They stole a couple of uh, items, including drumsticks and items from a refrigerator. <laughs> but security cameras got it all on video. And they were easily identified because it turned out this was the church that both of them attended. Oh, my gosh. The pastor was like, I'm very disappointed in you, my son. That's terrible. Very disappointed in you. Wow. They're facing felony charges for burglary and misdemeanor theft. Deadline, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Woman there detained by police for, quote, erratic behavior. They cuff her, put her in the back of the squad car. Is there going to police station to fingerprint her all that business? She was able to slip out of the handcuffs, grab a rifle, and shoot out the back window to escape. Oh, wow. Now, luckily, neither of the uh, officers were harmed, but they did have the body camera going. So this is the moment that uh, this Rachel Clay is able to escape from the cuffs and from the squad car. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. We need backup immediately. No, I don't mean to laugh. But Barney Fife here and his assistant. I mean, they got one lady in the back of the squad car. They don't put the cuffs on right or whatever it is. And then she's able to shoot out the back window. Wow. Imagine the sheriff is like, let me understand this, boys. <laughs> we need backup. Uh, she might have been a witch. I don't know. Send the backup. When we detain somebody, they actually go in handcuffs. They place her in the backseat of the patrol car. Uh, why in the backseat of the patrol car, she was able to get her wrist free from the handcuffs. That is the sheriff there. He's like, I had a father-daughter dance. Now I'm doing paperwork because of you bozos. <laughs> How do you get your hands out of the handcuffs? That's impressive. Maybe she is a witch. I don't know about you, but that makes me uh, rethink the next time I eat some munchkins from the donut place. Because if you're skinny enough to slip <laughs> get out of your handcuffs, hands out of there. that makes me think. <laughs> that's a little motivation for me. There you go. Maybe not to have the extra donut. There you go. And finally, here, Dateline, one of your favorite places, Ohio, because it's often Ohio. Ohio. Couple is arrested on the giant Ferris wheel at Cedar Point Amusement Park. We've mm, been there as a matter of fact. We have, yes. Did the show out there a number of years ago. It's a beautiful place. Well, they go up on a giant wheel and they start doing it. On the Ferris wheel? By the way, it is one of the tallest Ferris wheels in the U.S. It's huge, yes. They're an adult couple, both age 32 years old, unidentified. Multiple witnesses said they could see the two of them engaging in the behavior. Oh my gosh. Apparently security was called by the time they uh, got to the bottom and got off the ride. When questioned about the incident, the woman said she had, quote, dropped something and it's simply bent over to pick them up, and the guy was attempting to bend over her to help her pick it up. Well, the security team wasn't buying it, called in the police, and they were taken into custody for misdemeanor in the first degree. I gotta say, though, you got some guts. I, that's what you I was gonna balls. say. You've got, you've got some balls to You're stand like up. You're like feet in the air. It's, it, I think it's more than that, but to stand up in the, the little... Hundred stories is, in the air, I think. Right, is swinging back and forth, yeah. and you're standing up, and, and so were they. Apparently. You're swinging back and <laughs> yeah. forth. Wow! Apparently, wow. everybody could see whether or not he had a ball. So, <laughs> dumb crook news.
<laughs> Joe just tapping his foot with his arms crossed going, hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure that out. I just, uh, I get so nervous on Ferris wheels as it is. I can't imagine doing anything but sitting absolutely still and just waiting for the thing to be over, you know? Yeah, I've been down on the one on Seaside even. That's not even a big one. And that, that gets me a little... I mean, it's a pretty big one. The one at the Steel yeah. Pier is a big one. Uh, I was yeah. in uh, Chicago once, and I went on the one uh, they got out there. And it's mm. just the doors are flapping. Uh-huh. You know, there's no seat belt. And uh, I don't know, you just get up there and you think to yourself, this is very dangerous. And when you get yeah. on it, it looks like it's going to be fun. Then you get up there and you're like, man, I just can't wait for this to be over. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. What was I thinking? You got to get off of this thing. Yeah. The one in Chicago is the one that traumatized me for life oh, you're and made, tell- me, made me terrified. You're going to tell Joe that story. My mom used to live in Chicago when I was mm-hmm. when I was little. So we the first time I went to go see her when she moved there, we went to the pier and... I wanted to go on the Ferris wheel. My mom, this, this was not her thing, but she was like, okay, we'll go. We go up there, and that's what happened. It's windy. The doors are flapping. It's just her and I, and we're sitting on opposite ends of the Ferris wheel together. And she looks at me, and I said, Mom, I'm scared. I want to come over there. And she dead face goes, don't move. <laughs> and I was like six years old. Ever since then, I was like, oh, my God. I will still do that to her sometimes. Go, oh, I'll, I Hey, will. Dawn, don't. Move. She's like, well, it was scary, okay? It was scary. <laughs> Don't. I didn't like it. Move. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah, so not, uh, not a big fan of Ferris wheel, no. so I give these two uh, jokers some big credit to take their pants off up there. Good Lord. Man. Good Lord Almighty. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, I, it's just it's terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. It is, it is terrifying. Doing something like that. Hey, good morning, Tony. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. How about this? Friday night's History Channel season two of The Proof is out there. This is one of those shows you watch one episode, you want to binge the whole thing. You get the little on demand on your cable. The show's great. So excited it's back for a second season. Uh, boy, you got some interesting stuff coming up this this year, right? We have we have gone. First of all, it's great to be with you. I mean, we've, thank you. We've gone from you know scratching out scratching out videos. and and trying to find, we're a new show, we're just trying to find stuff to talk about. We know we're at kind of an apex moment here and sort of our exploration of uh, UAPs and, and, and other unexplained phenomena, anomalies, humanoids, that sort of thing. What we were able to capture from folks and what folks were able to send us and the way they're engaging with the show for season two has been phenomenal and beyond my expectations. So, you know, we're bigger, we're kind of louder, louder and the, the, the videos are more compelling. The expert analysis is even sharper. We're being challenged by, you know, even better fakes and fraudsters who, you know, want to get their CGI work on our show. And, ah, we fooled you. We fooled right. you. So it's, it's, a, it's, a wonder, it's been a wonderful experience. The second season of the show is, is just so much better because of the engagement of the audience. And we couldn't be happier. All right. I got so many questions I want to ask you here because I find this so interesting. I, I got to tell you, as a matter of fact, I don't know what we were talking about, but I said on the air last week that if I became president, one of the first things I'd want to do is go, okay, is Area 51 <laughs> real? Did you guys really do an autopsy of an alien? Like I would like, now you are going to do an episode here on UFO video that has been confirmed by the Pentagon as being a real unidentified flying object. They're not saying it's necessarily a spaceman, but it is a UFO. So what is that about? That's right. So, we, over the last couple of years, and we've had the Pentagon weighing in. We've had more and more serious-minded journalists from the New York Times, Washington Post, and other places, right? More credible news sources. You know, that, that whole credibility thing is an open debate for a lot of people. But, you know, uh, uh, serious outlets, serious reporters taking
taking a look at what's coming in. We've got congressional hearings that have been public, and we've got closed-door hearings that we don't know much about, right? Yeah. And, and so we've got military pilots now who are in billion-dollar aircraft who are saying, uh, I know what I'm flying. I don't know what that is. Huh. It's, I've got it on video. I've got it on my radar. I don't know what that is. Hmm. Help me with that. Right. And, and some of that is in the closed door hearings that are going on. And, and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to a day when I'm able to talk to more and more people from the Pentagon, people who have worked on some of these programs and, you know, Congress members to talk about perhaps what they're what they're learning in this process and seeing if we can get to a place where we can make more of this information public. I, 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 I get that the instinct of, of governments is to keep stuff secret. But, you know, we're getting to a place now where we've got almost critical mass, right, in terms of the sightings and, and what's what's out there that we can't identify. And, you know, we want to know who's working on it. Are they to be trusted? Are they credible? We've gathered a, a tremendous team of experts, um, theoretical physicists, and, uh, forensic video, forensic audio analysts who are looking at the material we're getting in. We just want to make sure we're getting the very best creme de la creme, the, the top of uh, top picks of what's out there and and to the extent that as a journalist and I can sort of, you know, nose my way around to find that stuff, I'm going to I'm going to do that. Now, you've got another show where you're talking about an unidentified uh, sea creature, for example, kind of like a, a Nessie sort of deal. Yeah. So I imagine you've got people uh, approaching you personally, approaching the show, and it must be difficult to know, is this person, you know, a true, I don't want to make fun of them, but are they really a whack job or is this person really just, you know, dying for someone to take them seriously because they know something that would change the world if it got found out? Like, how do you know, how do you decipher what's real and what's just some crackpot trying to get attention? You know, it's a, it's a, it's a real challenge for us. It's, it's one we take on and it's one we enjoy. That's, that, that's why we love the show. You know, but you remember a time, I mean, this was the realm, essentially, of folks who were thought to be tinfoil hat-wearing right. in the basement, let's leave Uncle Charlie in the garage, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. His satellite dish and all this, and his ham radios and all this nonsense. We have moved so far from those days, right? And, and, and you know, what we said, and, and people have been storing this video. So when I tell you we've been overwhelmed with the amount of video from season one to season two, it's because in, in a lot of cases, you know, people have been sitting on stuff that they've captured on their on their phones. A, a, a lot of the cell phone video is, is, you know, last 20 years or so since we've had cell phones and, and camera phones, that sort of thing. And people have been sitting on a lot of this stuff. They, yeah, they've shown this stuff to family and friends. And, you know, maybe they've been ridiculed. Maybe other members of the family took it seriously. But now we have a vehicle for folks to send that material in. And that material will get a feral going over. You know, whenever, and you know this from your work, whenever you can get the audience to engage with you, you've done something. You know, you've gotten them off their seats, right, and they're engaging with you. And well, I can definitely confirm this fact. Uh, we're engaging with nobody. I don't know that we have any fans, but you're very nice to say all of that. So thanks for that. Uh, he is Tony Harris. I could talk to him all day. This is just not a big enough window. I need a whole four hours to talk to him about this stuff. It's The Proof is Out There, Season 2, Friday Nights on History Channel. Thank you for being on. It's so good to talk to you, man. Yeah, what a pleasure. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Fun Fact Friday! In my hand, the envelope kept in those weird white stirrups that Ron DeSantis was wearing the other day. That's so weird. I mean, I know he was he was doing a good thing investigating the damage from the hurricane, but what were the just endless memes now? At first, I thought the actual picture was a joke, but no, yeah. he was actually wearing those like Nancy Sinatra's I white don't boots. Know what those were? Like just get regular yellow rain boots. I don't know why, but it made me like them more. I didn't I <laughs> didn't particularly have an opinion on them before, and I don't know that I agree with him on anything, but I really like his boots. Where did he get those? Hey, Ron. 
Nice boats. Those are definitely special ordered. <laughs> These are facts that are fun. Fun facts. Things you don't really need to know. We just thought you'd like to know. Mm-hmm. It's Fun Fact Friday. That's right. Facts that are fun. Sometimes. The chunk chunk sound, you, you heard it today on oh. uh, law, the Law and Order sound effect. The what sound? Chunk chunk. <laughs> What's listed here is chunk chunk. <laughs> so I'm just reading what it says. The Law and Order sound effect. You know, the gavel noise. I know what you're saying. I just wanted to hear you say chunk chunk. It was created using a dozen different sounds, including a gavel, a judge's gavel, huh. a jail door slamming. And monks walking across a hardwood floor. Wow. What does that have to do with law and order? I have no idea. Poor monks. Very interesting. Never getting laid? It's terrible. Why <laughs> That's are they being their dra- choice. Why are they being dragged into That's this? That's their choice. <laughs> the guy who invented Vaseline, speaking of which, supposedly ate a spoonful of it a day and he lived to be 96. Oh, gross. He ate it? Yeah. Gross. He had a well-lubed throat. Just going to leave, leave, it, leave, it leave it at that. Leave it These there. are fun facts. IHOP had small amounts of pancake batter in their eggs when making an omelet. This is true, and this is crap if you're on a diet, because <laughs> nobody tells you this, and you think you're eating something healthy that's just all protein, and then you look, and there's like 9 billion carbs in it because they freaking put pancake batter in there. You okay? I'm okay. But that was very frustrating to me when I first found that out. That is not okay. I would just like uh, some uh, egg whites, please. I mean, what is hey. that? You want some pancake batter? Why did I gain five pounds after eating an omelet? What is happening? Lemurs have the largest testes of any primate. (laughs) That's hot. (laughs) If a human compared to size had a comparable, you know, if you were to, the the ratio of size, humans would have grapefruit size gonads. (laughs) Hot. (laughs) Imagine a white boot you'd be wearing showing those suckers off. Have to have MC Hammer pants all the time. How's it going? Hang on, let me... Okay, we're ready to go. <laughs> Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Thank you for staying in touch this weekend, by the way. You can do that any of the social pages. We are at Robbie and Rochelle on the hot, new, trendy TikTok machine. Mm-hmm. Get the podcast wherever you get yours. Or all of this right at 1071theboss.com. Here comes the Fast Five. Five big old trending stories thought you needed to know. Being the number five to number one. We start at number five and count down today. The NTSB, that is not the new kids on the block. That's the National Transportation Safety Board. Oh, okay. <laughs> is recommending new technology be installed in vehicles to stop drivers from speeding. It is being supported by uh, Mayor Adams' deputy, the deputy mayor of New York City, Mira Joshi. It would be an alarm-based system that would stop people from speeding. In other words, kind of like when you don't put your seatbelt in, and uh-huh. don't get me started on that. Yeah. It starts beeping, beeping, beeping right away. Uh-huh. Same thing as if you go too fast, you'd hear an alarm, like a siren go off in your oh. car after you reached uh, you know, over 70 miles an hour, whatever the speed limit is, wherever you live. That's annoying. I hope that doesn't get better. <laughs> We need to be at the forefront. There's no reason today with so much technology and so much awareness that anybody should die at the hands of an automobile. I mean, that's fine. Of course, I don't want anybody to die. No. But if I want to speed in the middle of the night on a quiet road, it's my business. You know, Leave me alone. And sometimes there's a need to speed. Like there's sure. a reason that you're speeding up to go around something or you have to move over because some other jerk was being a jerk. Right. I mean, there's a there's a reason that sometimes you have to go a little faster. That's crap. That better not pass. Deputy Mayor uh, doesn't understand that there are plenty of reasons why we should break the law and go over the speed limit. There's right. plenty of them. And plenty. by the way, you're going to see the quota go down because every police officer knows where to go mm-hmm. to catch a speeder. If everybody's got an alarm in their car, we all drive at the speed limit. That's less money, more money. You're going to have to raise taxes. Don't be a joker. Right? Robbie for Senate. That's right. <laughs> we should Here post a speed the limit that allow people to break it so we can pull them over and take their money. You're welcome. <laughs> this is how government works, Mira. Jesus, have to do everything for you? <laughs> Number four, the mayor of Vienna, Georgia. That's a pretty name for a town, huh? Is, Vienna, yeah. Georgia. Mm-hmm. 
pulled a mother and three kids out of their car, which had stalled on the train tracks with a train <gasps> barreling toward them. Oh, my gosh. Here is the mayor of that town. Now, here's who you want. This is Eddie Daniels, who's the mayor of Vienna, Georgia. Ought to be the mayor everywhere, because mm-hmm. clearly he's got it going on. Unlike Mira, the deputy mayor up in the city. <laughs> I couldn't let those babies sit there and get slaughtered by a train. <laughs> no, you cannot. When you think about it, the mayor, Mayor Daniels of Vienna, Georgia, is absolutely right. You can't sit there and let those babies get slaughtered by a train. What did he say? Like that? Did I hear that right? I heard that right, right? Mayor? I couldn't let those babies sit there and get slaughtered by a train. Yep, that's what he said. Why did he say slaughtered? That's awful. Also, have I not seen this exact plot line in an episode of Looney Tunes? Oh Isn't this like what Wiley e. Coyote attempts to do to the uh, the Roadrunner? Yeah. Strap him to the railroad tracks? But he- but that is slaughter. They don't say that. Let's hear a little more, shall Mayor we? From Eddie? Mayor Eddie Daniels, Vienna, Georgia. Seen a lady in trouble, and I knew I had to do what I needed to do. Sure. At that time, I seen the train, and the six-year-old, I was pulling her out. That's when the train hit. They told me I was a hero. I said, I don't feel like a hero. I just feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. With That's it. what you're supposed to do. Oh you stop the slaughter God. from happening. Mayor Don't Eddie Daniels. Say slaughter, Mayor. What are you doing? <laughs> well, at least he's not suggesting we put a siren in the damn car. That's crazy. Number wow. three, Vin Diesel. I have to say congratulations. According to a golden ratio of beauty, which is an online poll. Okay. I don't know what that's about, but anyway, uh-huh. people took the survey. He has been voted the world's sexiest bald man. Really? I am shocked it's not Brian Lang, the vice president general oh. manager oh. of our competition. He's definitely at the the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the list. <laughs> Stanley Tucci came in number two, believe oh, it or not. Oh, okay. There's, Where's shows, The Rock? Well, he's not in the top How five. How is The Rock not on there? Not in the top Are five. Are you kidding me? Shamar Moore comes in number three. Wow, okay. Stanley Tucci is... Very obnoxious. Everybody talks about that show. They're like, oh, you like Italian food. Have you seen Stanley Tucci's show? Like, no, he's obnoxious. I like Stanley Tucci. You don't like him? He's like, we have have pasta with gold leaves and we're drinking 1915 Cabernet. Wait, what show is this? He does some show about traveling through Italy. Oh, And he's like the least, you know, I'm looking for Vinny from Belmar hosting the show. He's like, hey, what do you want? Some pizza? Here it is. You're lucky I made it. You fat soul. Number two, last week on Days of Our Lives, the first threesome ever seen on the program. Wow. Many longtime viewers not okay with it. Uh, one fan posted on Days of Our Lives Twitter page, no wonder our country is spiraling out of control. This is disgusting. Leave it to soap opera fans to be drama queens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a soap opera. Are you kidding? They're all smut. The entire show is smut, smut. smut. It's, right. it's the OG smut, and you're worried about this? Are they had the guy with me? the eye patch walking around naked, but this, Seriously. this offends Days of Our Lives fans. <laughs> you're sleeping with everybody's mother and grandmother and everything, but this, but that? Disgusting. Okay. I come to my soap operas for wholesome entertainment. <laughs> well, you enjoy the siren in your car, Karen. Also, I didn't know Days of Our Lives was still on. I thought that. I think that... it's on the Peacock. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Which... <laughs> Good to know. I'm just going to let you put all those pieces together. <laughs> Bonus story for you. New poll. Parents with young children, children under the age of five, were asked how long they can read to their kid before the child loses interest. 86% of parents said about 20 minutes. That seems about right. Yeah, I've seen focus groups where people can't make it nearly that long listening to this crap every single morning. But here we are day after day, slogging through. Number one, 88% of people say they appreciate it when friends reach out to see how they're doing. Mm. 
32% of people say they do that on a regular basis. They check in on their friends. I got to tell you, I would be a little off-put. I was going to say the same thing. I'd feel weird if someone yes. was like, hey, I just wanted to see how you're doing. I'm like, what do you know that what, I don't know? What do you want? Well, there's that. What do you want? <laughs> you're not checking on me. Nobody's yeah. ever just calling to check. There's something you want. I here, would assume they were, okay, either, they were but, looking for money yeah. or they know that I have some sort of fatal disease right. and you haven't told me uh-huh. yet. <laughs> me as in me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Rochelle fair. is aware that I'm about to die. She doesn't want me to know because she doesn't want to listen to me complain and freak out. So yeah. she just does But someone leaks the information. That's a, that's fair. That is fair. If you have a bunch of people that start calling you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm like, what what did what did you find out? Did you do a blood test in the middle of the night? What do I have? Finally, Friday, world famous celebrity birthday filed. Dominic West. He's gonna play Prince Charles in the upcoming season of The Crown, oh, by the way. Oh, okay. Suddenly that's become an important role. Yeah. He's fifty-three. Sarah, the Duchess of York, speaking of the royal family. Emerald Lagasse. Bam! <laughs> Tito Jackson from the Jackson family. An 80s love song legend. Krista Berg. He's 74 today. Yeah, maybe he moves a little slower now, girl. But he still loves you with all his heart. This long-distance dedication is dedicated to lovers everywhere. On American Top 40. That's a good song. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Happy birthday. I like it. Krista Berg. <laughs> <laughs> Today, National Double Cheeseburger Day, Ooh. Linguini Day, Ooh. and Cream de Mint Day. We're going to need the Cream de Mint after all of that. <laughs> that sounds like a nice night out with your Lady in Red, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like I the Lady in Red. That's a good song. Oh, yeah. I love that song. I, I just didn't know they even made Cream de Mint anymore. Oh, oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cream de Mint that ice cream. big... Yeah, that was a big thing with my uh, with my parents, my mother more than my father. But when they would go out to dinner, and uh, she would always get a cream de mint after uh, after dinner. They get the green, they get the clear, they get the blue. I'm a fan. It settles your stomach nice. Uh, Lemoncello's nice too. That's kind of the more modern uh, mm. stomach settler, I think. But I like some cream de mint. That's good. I'm stuff. more of a Bailey's guy. Yeah, it's a little sweet sometimes after a meal. I don't know. Mm, you need right. to digest a little bit. Also, it's and a good thing. Uh, Is it? Well, I guess. I think it burns a little more than Bailey's, though. I don't know. I like Bailey's. I get it. <laughs> You know, I mean, but also look at the look at the upbringing. You know, I mean, that's that's oh, it's right in the wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean your Irish and, upbringing? Uh, yeah, my yeah. Co- my cousin Brian and I, I remember we drank almost a whole bottle of that stuff one night. Oh, God. really? Up at uh, at my aunt's house. Yeah, there really wasn't much of anything else. I think they thought we were drinking, uh, you know, chocolate milk. I mean, we were 18, but I mean, I just, I, I remember doing that. that well, that's fun. what I'm saying is that it's not going to settle your stomach to do a whole bottle of Bailey's. I mean, it's good. No, Don't no. get me wrong, but. Oh, no, that wasn't the idea that night. No, oh, that I was see. just, you see. <laughs> just get hammered, yeah. Exactly. Let's get hammered. What's there? Oh, Bailey's. Great. Let's go. Let's do shots of Bailey's. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you that's what it was, too. Oh, there's something. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> At least it wasn't peach schnapps, oh. you know. Oh, oh, blueberry or blackberry brandy? Oh, oh blackberry oh. brandy's the worst. What is that company that makes all that stuff? Oh, um, it starts with a D. I can't. The, uh, I can see the bottle. It's like a yeah, yellow I can't label. Too. <laughs> and they have all the different flavors of it. Yes. I swear it all tastes the same. You're only ever supposed to put like a drop of that stuff in any drink. So to have a shot of it, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Right now, we take a gander, a look-see at the old CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Events happening all over the area. Some community events, charity events, organizations trying to give back to something good in their local communities or local neighborhoods. You can send one in if you got one. You want to share it here on the radio. 
732-774-4444. Shoot us a text message to the Boss Text Connect. You can do it in a little direct message on our Facebook page at 1071theboss or on the website, 1071theboss.com. You can always uh, click station events and community events because we list them there too. Also add in where the Boss Roadies are going to be on tour doing our... You know, live broadcast and those mm-hmm. sort of things. Matter of fact, tonight it's your Robbie and Rochelle with the Boss Roadies at Halloween. Bell works in Homedale starting at 5 o'clock. And another busy one next weekend. We'll have Mr. Cunningham out doing the Bruce Springsteen show Sunday morning at Bar A, Lake Como. And then the weekend after that, Halloween <laughs> weekend, uh, we'll be out with the Boss Roadies at Jenks for the big Halloween costume yes. contest on the boardwalk. Lots of fun. And I know you might want to dress sexy, but it'll be chilly by the water. So please wear a coat. Bundle up, will you? Or drink a lot. Before you be leave fine. that house, you bundle up, <laughs> young man. Brick Township doing their fall festival. That's happening tomorrow from 1 to 7. Woodward Beach Park. Food trucks, games, inflatables, rides, fire pits, beer and wine, cornhole tournament, and a whole lot more. Rochelle would be so, so competitive with the cornhole tournament. Oh, my gosh. Event is closed with a fireworks display in the evening. Bricktownship.net for all the info. The local Fix Foundation's fourth annual Rocktoberfest music festival. Hey, it's Rocktoberfest. <laughs> it's going on Sunday at 2 at the Stone Pony in Asbury. It's fine for a business to do it. I just think the radio stations do this kind of cheesy stuff. Is, yeah. Hey, it's a two for Tuesday in Rocktober. You don't know. I don't know. But this is cool. <laughs> the event benefits the organization Move for Hunger, which is really a great cause. I shouldn't be kidding around. Raises cause. awareness and helps fight hunger locally, making yes. donations to food banks and such. Tickets and info, rocktoberfeast.com, rocktoberfeast.com. Yes. Jersey Shore Greek Festival. That starts today, runs through the weekend. St. George Greek Orthodox Church in Ocean Township. Food, homemade pastries, fun games, local vendors, Greek dancers, tzatziki. All the, oh all the tzatziki gosh. you can handle, baby. I love tzatziki. I know you do. And a whole lot more at <laughs> jerseyshoregreeksville.com for the details. There you are. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on the good old CBB. Hey, good morning. Sounds like we're going to the roadways. Are you driving this morning? <laughs> Uh, no, no, just get ready. Okay. It's funny how some phones make it sound like you're yeah. you know, driving along the beach or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's just in Not the house. Today. Just in the house. Who is this? This is Linda. Linda, where are you calling us from? What town? I'm calling for Brick. Okay, and she's she's at home. She's not in the car in Brick. Yes. We have established right, that. Right, not yet. All right. Well, Linda, classic rock keywords. If you got all four, I got a $250 cash jackpot for you. I do. It's uh, the whole shack shooting. That's right. That's $250 it. cash. Nice going. All right. That's a way to start a Friday morning, huh? <laughs> Certainly is. The whole shack shimmies from the B-52's Love Shack. And it paid off with those classic rock keywords here. And uh, listen, because we got a, a big announcement coming after 9, okay? Cool. All right. Another chance to fill up on us. More free money here. 1071 The Buzz. All right. I've already said too much. 9 o'clock, the big announcement here. It's He Said. She Said. Robbie and Rochelle. I was going to say a second ago, talking about uh, cream de mente, at least I got the right days, because uh, earlier, uh, Joe, Rochelle let me go on and on about how we had tipsy and toddler today, and, <laughs> and then after we finished, she goes, you know, you said it, it's not Thursday. And I was like, oh, it's not Thursday. well, thanks for interrupting me. I went well, on and on about Friday. that. I forget what the hell we were doing today, but today Sorry. is Friday, so today is cream de mente, because it's Friday. So Right. Yeah. You know. Sorry Clearly, what a moron! Sorry, honest to God. Did you have some cream? Not you, me. I mean, I'm just. A, <laughs> I wish I did. Yeah, you wouldn't call her a moron. No, no. You'd be dead. I would be dead meat, and rightfully so. But I'm calling, <laughs> and it would just be rude. And it would be rude. I'm calling myself a moron because I'm sitting here, sitting here going on and on about how great the Thursday show's going to be. Well, it's Thursday, so we've got this coming up. She's like, by the way, you said Thursday. It's not Thursday. What an idiot. Jeez. Sorry. I All right, know. I need to move on. I need to let these things go. Let it go. Yep. Let it go. Find something new to be aggravated about. Seems like the <laughs> right. price of everything's going up, right? So, what is something that is clearly overpriced, but you still buy it anyway? 
Oh. So, oh. I'm out there in the world, clearly overpriced. You know, with all this stuff going on in the supply chain, it just, yeah. they're gouging the price. But you got it, you buy it anyway. I would say coffee, you know, at the drive through That'd probably yeah. be a big one for me. I feel there's no reason for it to be eight ninety nine. dollars you know? Mm-hmm. I, I travel a lot. Right. And it's literally illegal for you to bring a drink into the airport. Right. So when you go, you have, I mean, if you, if you are, are you talking about cream de mint here? What kind of a drink? What it do you doesn't mean? matter. A bottle of water is seven bucks. So yeah. it's like, they don't let you bring it. It's way overpriced. But if you're running 35 gates <laughs> down because you're late and you get there late, you, you spend seven bucks on the water bottle because you're just dying. Sure, so, sure. It, or the cream de mint, whatever you, whatever you need. But the airport food and drink are just completely overpriced. But Again, if you're there for a two-hour layover or something, what else is there to do? So you, just, you just go have a, a quick bite or something. It just gives you something to do. Joseph? You know what? On the same lines, going to uh, uh, hockey games or going to baseball games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you go in and you get a beer and a hot dog, it's $25. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. And um, But, but uh, you know, yesterday I was um, I was at the store, and I was shocked at how expensive prime beef has become. Beef. Mm. It's ridiculous yeah. how expensive it is. There was a tenderloin. We're doing something over the weekend, and there's a. Uh, I was going to make. I used to call it beef on bread, <laughs> which used to get a big tenderloin and a loaf of bread and cut the bread and then put the beef. You know, cook oh. it and put the beef on it. And it used to be. You know, it, it wasn't cheap, but it wasn't expensive. A whole tenderloin at the supermarket yesterday was two hundred and seventy dollars. Oh my gosh! Oh my! Gosh. I didn't get it. I, I didn't get it. I just got an eye round. I'll make it look like a tenderloin. <laughs> 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 Is it delivery but, uh, or DiGiorno? <laughs> that's right, exactly. Uh, but uh, but yeah, two so expensive. Almost three hundred bucks for a piece of beef. That's crazy. In the supermarket, you know, not even yeah. in a butcher, in a supermarket. Yeah, yeah. I think they get you sometimes. Some of those, uh, even the discount stores, by death of a thousand cuts. We went to one of the uh, discount grocery stores. Just pick up a couple things yesterday. Everything's three ninety nine, four ninety nine. Every shows like you realize these. It may seem like there's only four bucks, but it's double what it once was. Oh yeah. So you drag me through there, and all of a sudden, it, you know, five hundred dollars just mm-hmm. to go for yep. groceries mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. Something that's clearly overpriced, but you still buy it. What? Is it? That's your he said. She said. And Joe said. 732-774-4444. That's the number to call. I get the lines open now. You can text same number or get us on Facebook. Oh, my God. Look at this. Yeah. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God. Thank God it's Friday night and I just... all you want to do is sleep. I want to hear a peep. No beep, beep on the highway. There's no other way. You got a day. But this day does happen to be F-R-I-D-A-Y Friday. Weekend's here. Only thing to do is exercise the demons of your weekend. Let them all out. Let your freak flag fly. Somebody's on your case. Your partner, the guy next door. Yeah, the guy in traffic, you just can't take it anymore. So look him clear, square straight in the eye and say, hey, you can take this job and shove it. I'm not working here no more. I just can't do it. I'm going to find me a margarita on a beach. So don't watch me. Watch me spoke. I'm gone. I'm out. I'm blowing this here. I'm standing. I got to enjoy my weekend, man. That's what I'm saying. This would be the world-famous Roberto and Rochello 
finally Friday freak out on the radio. 107 won the boss. All you got to do is crank it up. Listen loud. Lover Boy is on. Oh! Let's say congrats again to uh, Linda in Brick. She picked up our cash jackpot this morning with the Classic Rock keywords. 250 bucks. Big announcement less than an hour away. A little bit after nine, especially if you need to fill up this morning. So we'll get to that. And I got tickets to Denton Company, part of the next 10 minutes. So stand by for the boss ticket window right now, or he said, she said, is going on here. We're talking about something clearly overpriced, but you, everybody, just keeps on buying it. What would that be? Dean said funeral expenses. My mom passed away, and the cheapest package was $12,000. Let's throw her off a pier. $12,000? <laughs> Wrap her up in a towel, throw her off the pier. Can't afford it. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. And it's like people say, I didn't know someone died. I said, well, I can't afford to put it in the paper. It's like 1000 oh, yeah. do to do a little ad, obituary. a little obituary. Yeah. yeah, you just have to hope they have Facebook because that's the only <laughs> way it gets out. It's true, though. Yeah. It's just it's so expensive. I know, it's just so grim, right? you got to chuckle about it. it. It is. I mean, it's just, and it, it happens, to, happens to everyone. Yeah. It's, it's going to eventually happen, and it's crazy to think that that's... $12,000. Wow. Wrap her up, throw her off a building. Who cares? <laughs> That's awful. It really is, isn't it? Why would you say I that? don't know. <laughs> Casey said movie theater food. Mm. Yeah. For an extra quarter, do you want a larger size? Not really. I'm already paying 20 bucks. At that point, though, you just pay the quarter. Or you just do like me and you bring a big purse. But yeah, if you can smuggle stuff Put in there. Snacks in there. <laughs> Rochelle with her criminal activity at the movie theater. <laughs> Listen. I know. Everybody, I'm the guy. Everybody does that, okay? Everybody does. I don't know if everybody does it. I never thought of it until I met you. Are you serious? Yeah. You never, until you met me, brought something into the theater with you. I don't know. You I just paid the seven bucks yeah. for the bottle of water. Mm-hmm. Well, it's nice to be you. <laughs> I just have, I've learned some tricks of the trade from you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I appreciate the, it. I, I give, appreciate I give, the education. The popcorn, you can't, it, it's movie theater popcorn. That's what it is. But seriously, they charge you seven bucks for a bottle of Dasani. It's like the grossest <laughs> water ever. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Sorry. Okay. It's gross. All right, it's fine. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, we got a text from 5316 that said all Apple products. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I can uh, well, see. Are they uh, 700 bucks for a cell phone? They're a thousand. You could just go get one, a little flip phone, a little burner phone at the uh, five and dime. I guess you're well, okay. We all do it. Yeah. I mean, we all do it. I'm sitting here with my Apple Watch on. <laughs> it's something that's clearly overpriced, but people just keep buying it. Yeah. Seems like everything has gone up in price. As a matter of fact, gas is one of those things. Yeah. And we have a big announcement if you need to fill up today right after 9 this morning. It's just a little friendly reminder on that. But with everything, prices going up on everything, everything feeling like it certainly is overpriced. Is there something you still buy? You don't care what it costs. You just got to have it. Maybe yep. it doesn't bother you. Maybe it does bother you. But you still buy it regardless. Barbara said eggs. Mm-hmm. They're very expensive. You've mentioned that to me. Yeah. They used to be used to be able to get them sometimes, especially Easter time, like 89 cents for, for a carton of eggs. And now, five bucks. How many eggs do you get in a carton? I guess 12, there's different sizes, but... Yeah, usually 12, or you can get 18, or you can get 24, or if you're, you know, bodybuilding, you get the 36-pack. <laughs> and what's a 36-pack? Like $20? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Especially if you get the organic, or you get the cage-free. They, unless they're... If they're just white eggs, usually, like, the plain white eggs, the may, maybe you can get those for 3 bucks. Maybe. I'll tell you what, I'm going to raise some chickens. That's what I need to get some... A my lot of people eggs. are doing that because it's <laughs> I'm so going to become much... a farmer. That's my next gig. I'm not kidding. I know a lot of people that have chickens now. I'm like, wait, you have chickens? <laughs> you have chickens in your house? Running you, around You the have house? a coop in your house? Why? Yeah. That's why. You thought it's... Rick the cat pooped a lot. Imagine oh we had chickens God. running around the house? No. Ugh. He could kind of hurt them, though. I feel like he'd be all about that. So Hurting the chickens? <laughs> <laughs> he'd probably like that job oh, a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin said airline tickets. Yep. 
That's so true. And Vic said diamonds. They're not even rare anymore. And I just upgraded my wife's ring, and it was almost $10,000. That's why you go to Macy's. Just <laughs> get the little box, 25 bucks at the front door. Your, your finger turns green. Well, what are you doing? Until that happens, you're a golden boy. Uh-huh. Overpriced, <laughs> but you still buy it. You can answer on Facebook. We'll leave it up there all day. Or call us, uh, 732-774-4444. Text same number.